She spent the last 20 years doing marketing for virtually every type of business. Businesses like Coca-Cola, NBC, Kaiser Permanente, U.S. Bank, Disney, Verizon, and more. But let's face it, not everyone has the resources of these big guys. So she's on a mission to translate and apply big marketing strategies and tactics to businesses of any size. She wants to show you that you can be an expert marketer. Join her and follow along as she shares the secrets of how to market so well that customers want to throw money at you. Her name is Ginger Zumeda, and welcome to the Usable Marketing Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Usable Marketing Podcast. I'm Ginger Zumeda, and today is Thursday. So let's do some thinking, right? It's Thinking Thursday. So I'm reading this, this little book. I'm actually, I don't know if you can see it. It's U Squared. It's by um, Price Pritchett. And I'm actually going to tell a little story later in the week um, that is one of the most profound stories that he opens this book with. But today it's Thinking Thursday. So I wanted to talk about, he's got one little chapter that is very uh, aptly named called choose a different set of risks, right? And what this chapter is all about is a lot of times when we're gonna step into something new, right? Whether it's we're going to start a marketing campaign or start a new business or shut down a marketing campaign or shut down a business or, or do something radically different in your life. Maybe you're thinking about switching jobs or quitting your job or finding a new job or whatever it happens to be. There's these things, I've talked about this before, how fear is a signal. Fear is a, fear is a signal asking you to, to get something done. But what we're talking about today is when you choose a different set of risks, there's a lot really packed in to that sentence. So think about it. Choose a different set of risks. What that implies is you are already today living with a set of risks that you have become comfortable with. So you have stopped seeing them as risks. Someone else may see them as risks. I'll give you an example, right? So I've told you that 10 years ago, I had a nice, big, easy job with NBC. I was vice president of advertising and promotion. It helped me win a couple of those Emmys, if you can see them up there. Um, really good and then the recession happened and I not only had to lay off a pretty large team but then I got laid off and that was terrifying and I decided I mean this was real actually I, I sometimes forget that I did this the next day the president of ABC here in Los Angeles called I was at NBC the president of ABC here in Los Angeles called and said hey we heard you're available why don't you come over here and I was like, I had breakfast with him, amazing, nice man. Um, but I said, you know, I really want to think about it. I need to think about whether I want to choose something different. And I stepped into having a business of my own. If you've listened to my origin story, you also know that that first year, I went from making a whole lot of money that I won't say the number to when I was an entrepreneur, my first year, I made $24,000. It was so embarrassing. But what I had done is I had chosen a different set of risks. I thought there was no risk to my job at NBC, and clearly there was. I had a job one day, I didn't have a job the next day, and I had to decide what to do. 
Now I could have, so, so there is risk in having a job, right? People go for jobs because they want stability, they want security, they wanna know a certain amount of money is coming in, that they're having benefits, what, whatever the reasons are. And people become entrepreneurs, right? Or start their own businesses because they're like, well, I can have that, but the risks inherent with that job is that my money is always dependent on somebody else. I could lose that job, right? That's possible. A lot of folks have been through that. You could become fired from that job. That happens even to good people who aren't actually um, uh, doing necessarily bad things. Or you could decide this job sucks and I wanna quit and you're gonna choose a different set of risks. So when we think about choosing a different set of risks, what's important about that is that you must understand that whatever you're doing today has its own risks. The ones that you see, and the ones that you don't see. So let's talk about the risks that you don't see. There are all the other things that you actually put in the risk column, right? Like if your imagination says, all of these things that I'm unfamiliar with have risk, and all of these things over here that I am familiar with don't have risk or aren't as risky. And so you see these over here as risk, You've, you also know now you've got a couple of risks over here in what you consider the safe column. But here's the part that you don't see. What are the risks of you not taking an opportunity that has been calling you for years, maybe even decades, right? There's something that you wanted to do. There's something that, that you feel is kind of more aligned to, to your true nature but because you created this column of risks over here that that gets to be associated with because you don't know it and because you don't understand it and you created this column of safety over here, you don't actually go that. But what I want you to consider is what are the risks of you not actually taking the action? He says a couple of other things in this, um, in this chapter, which I think are really good, is, is that you know things like ask yourself what you're risking if you don't take if you don't go for this quantum leap, right? You know, how can you move into an opportunity that you've been ignoring, right? How can you reframe the problem, right? Like, what I mean by reframing the problem is, when I'm gonna do something scary, <laughs> I do a lot of things that are scary, to, to be honest, but what I, when I'm gonna do something scary, I don't just look at it like inside its little problem. I go like, well, God, how much am I actually limiting myself? How much am I limiting my potential if I don't do this scary thing? I also go through like, what's the worst, absolute worst thing that can happen? It fails? What would happen if, what, what's really gonna happen if it fails? Am I gonna lose my house? Am I gonna lose my family? No, most of the time nothing bad is gonna happen. Our ego might be a little bit bruised, but you know what? That is like learning, right? You know, th there's this whole idea. He's got this other thing in here that most of the time, the only thing between you and the, sec the success you have actually dreamed of, and you know it's possible, by the way. The reason you know that your dream is possible is because you see other people living it all the time. So you, know, you have to check yourself in your, in your kind of fear mode. You know this thing is possible because you see other people doing it. It's what you've dreamed of, but you, you are getting in your way. The other thing he talked about that I think is just completely freaking brilliant is that you, know, you have to trust in the power of pursuit. 
There's a difference between the things that you have been wishing for and the things that you have pursued. All right, so I want you to think for a minute, what are the things that you've actually gotten? Right, that you're like, wow, that's amazing. I did this, I did this thing, it's called this Dickens experiment at Tony Robbins, um, that I, I forget which event it is. It might be at Unleash the Power Within, we call it UPW, but where you kind of go back to your five-year-old self, right? Go back to your five-year-old self and give them an update. Like look at yourself when you're five years old and be like, hey, Ginger, I want you to know that you actually did pretty good in life. You know, you, you went to college. You were one of the first people in, 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 in your family and you graduated from college in a really good college and then you went to graduate school and then you got your MBA and you were a vice president at NBC and then you started your business. And when I was at NBC, I remember at one point, you know, I was like, man, many people may know, may not know, you can actually get Emmy Awards. These are, te you know, television awards for excellence. Um, in um, marketing campaigns and, and, and promo campaigns as well as having a full-length television show. And I was like, man, I really want an Emmy. And you know what's funny is, you know why I hadn't ever won an Emmy before? Because I had never submitted any of my promos for an Emmy. When I decided I wanted it, I remember I cut one out, I put it in my journal, I pasted it into my journal for some amazing reason. If you're not journaling, just journal. I swear to God, everything I've ever put into my journal, I've gotten. I don't know how it happens. It's magic or the law of attraction or something, but for some reason, actually, let's talk about it. It's pursuit, right? So, so trust in the power of pursuit. So what I did is I, I put these things in, in my journal, like, man, I really want an Emmy. Um, what am I gonna have to do to win an Emmy? Oh, right, I'm gonna have to pursue it. I'm actually gonna have to submit my stuff to be judged to see if it is as good as I think it is. And I got one. And I, I remember when I got one, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, so then I started resubmitting and, and, and I got others and, and, and a bunch of other awards as well. But I want you to think about talking to your five-year-old self. What are all the things that you've accomplished? You're like, wow, that's pretty cool. I bought a house. I raised these two amazing children. I, you know, I, I, I got a great job. I, I got the car I thought I never would ever, you know, be capable of having. Um, I've been able to play a big role in my church or whatever you really feel like is an accomplishment. And here's what I want you to, to, to find the trend line in those things. The reason you have those things, the reason you accomplished them is because you pursued them, right? Think about that for a minute. The reason you have those things is because you pursued them. You didn't stop yourself from going after them. So what are the other things that you have been putting these blocks in the way that you actually need to go after, right? Um, uh, he has this, right? The dreams you've realized in life are those which you actively sought. Like that's amazing, right? You know, reaching your dream is behaving, it's getting into action, it's getting into motion. You know, I, what I wanna tell you is that doubt is such a cancer, right? Like I talk to, to folks all the time who, who wanna hire me to help them uh, market. They wanna hire me to help them find out like what should they really been doing? Man, I've tried this before and it hasn't worked and, and you know, how do I know that you're gonna be the one that can help me in my business like it nothing has worked before and let me tell you something 
that's not me that's all you if that's the conversation that you're having in your mind with your marketer or or your whoever who's trying to help you your accountant your person that does your marketing your person that does your content whatever it happens to be and you're like why doesn't this work and you are throwing doubt all over the place that is your cross to bear it is not that person's listen i don't know the qualifications of that person that person may be good that person may be great but if you are actually introducing like that kind of sentiment into your working relationship, that is on you. Doubt is a freaking cancer. Doubt can make other people who are really good, who are trying to help you, not help you because you're gonna throw blocks in the way. Like, I'm not sure this is really it. You know, I was really thinking that we should do something else. Well, now that I've seen this, I'm not so hot about it or whatever that is. That is you getting in the way. If you take the time to go and find someone who is qualified to help you, who can be a mentor to you, right? The reason we go out and build teams and the reason it's so important to get beyond yourself is because there are people who have learned things. They have gifts to give, gifts to give you, but you have to be ready to accept them, which means you have to get yourself beyond that like, I don't even know what to call it like but just that like dearth of doubt like that just awful chasm of doubt and you need to see like I can make this happen how do you know you can make it happen other people are doing it it's very simple right so that's what I want you to think about today I, I want you to think about this since we're thinking right it's thinking Thursday I want you to think about you know how do you choose a different set of risks right because you have risk no matter what you're doing. But if you choose a bigger, more interesting set of risks, you're gonna get a different result. And I want you to think about pursuit of the dream. Are you really pursuing it? Are you taking the action that must be taken in order to get that thing that you want that is probably just sitting there waiting for you to get out of your way? So, um, that's what I've been thinking about, like so blown away by this. Hey, um, this weekend, actually, I'm going to tell you the story uh, that is at the beginning of this little book. One of the most profound little metaphors. I, I, I haven't been able to stop kind of retelling this story all along. And we've talked also about the importance of story when you do your marketing. So this is going to be really important for you. Um, so, uh, that's it for today. Hey, if you like this, first of all, if you're watching this on Facebook, do me a favor and go subscribe to the podcast, right? All you have to do is go to, um, any podcast thing that you use and search usable marketing and you're going to find the usable marketing podcast. A whole website is coming soon. That's going to have not only the podcast, but these videos and you know, the full length transcripts and all that stuff that is in the works right now. Um, but that would be great. And if you're listening to it uh, in your car, which is also cool, um, just FYI, it's over on Facebook at Ginger Zumeda HQ, or you can watch these on YouTube as well. Just search usable marketing in YouTube and you can see them there. So my action for you today, let's take some action. I want you to find this usable and, and it's usable marketing. So let's think about how you can use this for marketing. What I want you to think about today, and if I can help you, send me a note, leave me a comment, I will try to help. But what's the thing, what's your ultimate goal in your marketing 
And what have you been doing to get in the way of it? What's standing in the way of you accomplishing your goal, really, that you need to take action on? Um, let me know if I can help, I will, and I will see you next time. Happy marketing. You've just listened to the Usable Marketing Podcast with me, Ginger Zumeda. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, watch it on YouTube, and follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash HQ to stay up to date with the marketing strategies and tactics that will make you an expert marketer. See you next time.